This is an interesting episode, I think. I had booked my two friends, Kathy and Margaret, and something happened, and they had to cancel last minute. So I was like, all right, so I won't have a podcast today. And then there was a knock on my front door. And we have these awesome neighbors whose uh, niece have moved out here from El Paso, Texas. Her name is Kaylee, and she had locked herself out of her aunt and uncle's house and was stuck with me. So I wrangled her into the man cave and did a podcast with her because it's not often you meet somebody who just moves to L.A. I've never met anybody from El Paso, Texas, and uh, she didn't really know what she was getting herself into. Bless her heart, she was in her pajamas and her Halloween socks, and she was a great sport. She walked in and sat down and was a good sport, and we had, I think, a really good episode. So, I mean, thanks, Kathy and Margaret, I guess, for, for not being able to do it last minute because I got, I got Kaylee instead, which was really fun. So I hope you enjoy uh, this episode with me and my neighbor's niece, Kaylee. This poor young lady. <laughs> Kaylee? Kaylee, yeah. Kaylee mm-hmm. is our neighbor's niece. Yes. And you just moved here August 1st? Yes. And she locked herself out of her house this morning. <laughs> and my podcast guests were supposed to be Margaret and Kathy. And they canceled literally like 15 minutes before we were going to record. And poor Kaylee walked over. I was like, hey, you want to be on my podcast? And she very nicely said yes. So hesitantly said yes. Yes, hesitantly. <laughs> but she's locked out of her house. So where can she go? Right? Might as well. Might as well. I have you yeah. trapped. Yeah. So I wanted to ask because I moved here in 1997. Okay. So it's been a long time since I've moved to a new city. You just mm-hmm. moved here August 1st from... Where? El Paso, Texas. El Paso, Texas. Mm-hmm. I've never been to El Paso. I was born and raised there. You were? Mm-hmm. Have you ever lived anywhere else besides El Paso? Never. No? I've done visits like here. I used to come here to LA once every year. Yeah. Um, it was like my twin sister and I, our annual thing, or like our annual trip. Yeah. So I've been... Oh. Sorry, I've been, um, I've been here like on visits, but that's about it right yeah just to la and el paso well you've traveled other places right i've been to vegas Uh uh-huh um and that's i've been arizona okay but that's it so i grew up kind of similarly i'm from georgia and i didn't really go i went to florida oh um but and alabama but Mm -hmm. other than that i didn't really travel much until Mm -hmm. i moved Mm -hmm. um my dad's from georgia oh yeah yeah where in georgia 
Valdosta. Oh yeah, that's down south. Mm-hmm. That's uh, it's pretty down there. I know. A swamp. I can't understand him when he talks. You can't it's understand. So him? bad sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was my. I had car trouble yesterday, and I called my dad, who's a mechanic, mm-hmm. and I literally felt my put myself closer to the speaker, thinking that would help me understand him. He was talking so fast mm-hmm. that I couldn't understand what he's saying either. It was just yeah. so southern. Yeah, I there's just I mean now I can kind of cuz I see him a little bit more during the year but at first it was like what? what yeah, I know. <laughs> they just it was so it would lose me. He is, lost me. Is he a mumbler? He just I think it's just cuz he talks really fast like you right. you said but it's like a strong accent like mm-hmm. it's really really strong and there's a certain cadence in like in rhythm to how mm-hmm. people at least from georgia talk in such a rhythm it's so staccato like this and then when it gets talking really fast you don't even know exactly what they're saying that. because it's all the same rhythm mm-hmm. and you're like wait what i heard the word <laughs> alternator that's all i heard in that whole conversation with my daddy yesterday one time he said uh he was telling me something and he said oh and i go what and he's like oh and i go what do you can you spell that and he goes O-I-L and I go oil yeah you mean oil and he's like yeah oil yeah <laughs> that's how they say it where it might have so confusing but now because I see him maybe three two or three times a year uh-huh. I'm kind of like learning his lingo did you not know him growing up no he he left my mom before my sister and I were born but then my older brother passed away when we were 17 so once that happened he became more and more involved yeah. So when your brother was 17, your dad... We were 17. When you were he 17. He was 25. He was 25. Yeah. How did he pass away? He had... Um, I don't even know what it's called because you know medical terms nowadays are like 23 letters long. They sure are. Um, but it was something like with his occipital lobe. Something oh, like something that. in his brain? Yeah, he would bleed in his brain. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So you have had quite a life. Yeah. You've lost your brother mm-hmm. and your twin. Mm-hmm. And your fiance. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Yeah. Do you have any other siblings? I have um, an older brother, another older brother. His name is Andrew. He's 35. He lives back in El Paso with his wife and kids. And then a little brother, he just turned 16. Okay. Yeah. So you got a couple more brothers, but yeah. that's really hard. Mm-hmm. So your dad started coming around more after your brother passed, mm-hmm. yes. right? Yeah. Um, what was that like? Um, my dad coming back? Yeah. Um, it's, it's, I mean, I, I like see, I watch movies and stuff where kids are very hesitant when their fathers come back and it's like, I didn't feel like that at all. I just, I, I want, I'm glad that he was made, I was glad that he made the effort. So, you know, we start, my sister and I, when we started driving and stuff, we started, going out there he lives in Hereford Texas he doesn't live in El Paso because he's a truck driver so when he lives out there my twin sister and I we would drive out there maybe two or three times a year Mm -hmm. and just visit with them and his wife and we have two half siblings so oh okay it was it's nice it's nice to have gotten to know him throughout the years yeah I would Mm -hmm. imagine that would be great yeah to have it's nice he texts me every day um one time he he leaned on my shoulder and he's like i'm gonna spend the rest of my life making it up to you Aww. but i know he was sincere about it but I, I just told him i was like let's just live in the now and just focus on the now hey was was he young when your mom got pregnant with you guys were they young mm, 30 
my age. Oh, okay. Yeah. She's not so young. My mom was 31 when she had us, so, and I think they're a year apart, so I oh, think okay. he's a year younger, so I want to say th- 29, 30. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, people are in different places in their life at different times. Mm-hmm. And sometimes something's overwhelming that later it's not. You yeah. Know? That's kind of how life works, yeah. I think. And guys mature slower. Guys do mature slower. <laughs> yeah. No offense, Halston. No offense. <laughs> None. But they do. Yeah. You're right. So you're so happy. You seem like a happy person and you've mm-hmm. lost all these people. How do you do that? Um, I don't know. I just... Uh, I just know I'm I just wake up thankful to be able to talk to my mom in the morning um my little brother and then I don't know I just even when I'm at work I'm just like have a good day uh how are you doing because even a simple how are you or something if someone's having a bad day that can turn their day into something really good you know I agree with you and mm-hmm. you never know what someone's gone through I would never mm-hmm. look at you and think my goodness you've had you know, three big losses mm-hmm. by yeah. who you are. And that yeah. may be true for someone else who may walk into your work and be in a good mood, but really have a lot going on. Yeah. It, you just never know what's happening for people, do you? Yeah. No, I, that's why, that's what I also like to look at. Like you never, you never know someone's backstory. You never know what they're going through. So no. I just always try to cheer people up. Right. Mm-hmm. That's a good Good way to go through life, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. So moving out here, was it hard? Um, Well, when my fiance passed away, I was just like, I'm doing it. My aunt and uncle suggested it, and I was like, all right, I don't have anything else to lose. I'm just going to do it. So I waited um, about six months to kind of like think about it, I guess. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, I'm going to do it. I I can always come back if I don't like it. So... My my ultimate goal was to be out here for a year. If I didn't like it in six months, I'm gonna hack it out and still be here for a year. And I can always go back, even if to, even if to say I experienced it, I was able to experience it. I can always do that. But I like it so far. It's been almost three months. Wow. Yeah, that's good. A year's a yeah. good goal. That's a good thing to do for yourself and not just. To give yourself like an end date at mm-hmm. this date, I'm going to reevaluate and see how I feel mm-hmm. instead yeah. of because it will be hard. It's hard. It took me like probably a good solid 18 months to start making friends. Yeah. Every time I moved to a different city, like when I got to New York, it took me about 18 months to mm-hmm. make good friends, you mm-hmm. know, for I felt like, OK, we're friends now, not right. just, oh, I'm bothering that girl to call and see if she wants to go to the gym I'm, mm-hmm. uh, you know i'm a loser that's what my brain would think she yeah. doesn't want to really want to hang out with me she just feels bad Aww. but then after a certain point you go oh okay well she keeps saying yeah, yeah so yeah. clearly mm-hmm. she wants she must to hang like out. something yeah we have fun somehow <laughs> yeah um so that's really good so your fiance <clears throat> passed away from an asthma attack mm-hmm. i'm so sorry that's okay how hard i'm doing okay you seem to be doing yeah. not just okay <laughs> but phenomenal because yeah. you had lost your sister before that she had brain cancer right yeah earlier okay. that year so the same year she was just january he was november in the same year mm-hmm. my goodness yeah you know some people don't really recover from that yeah i mean i have my moments of course um but i have such great people behind me and supporting me so i'm very thankful for that yeah Mm -hmm. i mean did you go to any kind of like 
counseling or any kind of i did um it was really expensive so that's one reason why i stopped but i just don't feel comfortable uh like it was a male and i didn't know him at all Mm -hmm. so i didn't feel like putting my business out there to to somebody to him like i didn't know him at all and i understand that's his profession that's what he does but maybe people will break down and cry in front of him but i just i couldn't no it wasn't your it was weird for me it wasn't your thing so i stopped yeah hey baby yeah i'm good yeah okay all right all right okay thanks babe okay babe bye (laughs) um i understand what you mean you know a lot my my dad is in uh has a long-term girlfriend they've been mm-hmm. together for like 15 years mm-hmm. but before they were together her husband was murdered oh wow. and they at the time they have a, uh, their daughter was 13 mm-hmm. and they ha- went to counseling and her daughter felt very much the same yeah. like she didn't want to cry and put her business out mm-hmm. in front of a complete stranger mm-hmm. even if that is their profession Mm -hmm. i think it's really hard for to do that i think for some people i wonder if something like a group therapy where everybody's grieving like a grief therapy group would be easier Mm -hmm. i wonder even for her when that was happening because you know it was with well your fiance was very abrupt but i know your sister was ill so Mm -hmm. you you knew you kind of knew that was well we knew she was she had been diagnosed may 2015 and she had uh, already had um, two open brain surgeries and like a laser surgery. My goodness! And then um, just all of a sudden, that January, that a year later, she had a, a massive seizure that um, um, suffocated her brain stem. Oh my! So it was very sudden with her too because oh, she was. was she was fine and everything. And normally she would get headaches every now and then. But normally when she'd get headaches, she'd take her medicine and sleep it off, and then wake up a couple hours later and she's fine. Um, but this one, she um, she just didn't. The headache didn't go away. It was the swelling. So she did have a seizure, and I just freaked out. I called nine one one because I saw it. it. We were home by ourselves, so mm. I just I called nine one one and. We didn't think anything of it. She was in a, they had um, sedated her. Mm-hmm. And then I went home because I had work the next morning. <clears throat> I was actually managing a Planet Fitness out there. So I had to wake up early. And then my brother Andrew called me and said that she had a massive seizure, which was worse than the one she had had earlier that night. And then she was in a, she was on life support after that. Aww. Yeah. So it was really unexpected. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah. thought she was on her on the road to recovery. Mm-hmm. Well, she was she was fine the day before. Her and my mom they went to go visit my niece. She was doing just fine. Just fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just yeah. never know, do you? No, you don't. You never know. Yeah. Wow. But she was right with. Um, she was right with God. She, she, um, she knew where she was going afterwards. So. Right. That that gave me kind of some peace of mind. Yeah, faith is really important. I think when you have tragedy like that, mm-hmm. to, to know, to believe. Yeah. Um, in in a better place. Yeah. You know, yeah. to believe that they're going to a better place. Yeah, I that's, believe that. That's one thing I haven't lost though is my faith. Like I still have a lot of faith. I mean, I still get sad, of course, but yeah. I don't. I have never lost my faith or anything. 
Yeah. Well, you know, God doesn't say if you have faith, you'll never be sad. I know. He He doesn't give you that guarantee. I know. (laughs) He just says, if you believe it'll all be okay. Yeah. And that's true. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) It may be hard, but it'll all be okay. Yeah. I believe that too. I'm not Mm -hmm. a very religious person, but I am very, I think, faith-based in that. Yeah. Faith, not faith-based in the term people use that. Not Mm -hmm. like my faith is baptist or whatever mm-hmm. i just have a lot of faith that there is a being <clears throat> bigger than me mm-hmm. and there is a place you go to after this life mm-hmm. and that you should live by the golden rule mm-hmm. and you should you know yeah we didn't grow up very relig- religious either so i mean i just know like i believe like you said but i mean i didn't i, I didn't go to church when i was younger i didn't know yeah the bible or anything i did you did i did i read the bible i've read the bible cover to cover mm-hmm. and um i i i have a hard time with believing that you know noah got two of each animal and put it on a boat for 40 days and they didn't eat each other yeah. you know mm-hmm. i'm like really mm-hmm. the tiger didn't eat everything because yeah. <laughs> i think he pretty much would have mm-hmm. just cleared that whole arc yeah out. yeah but you know i understand the message of it like right. the message is god and the in word god yeah. all things are possible mm-hmm. right i get that the, the bigger message i get at the literal you know god put two of each animal on an ark i don't get that <laughs> i think that's a beautiful story mm-hmm. but i don't know if that really happened yeah um but um Anyway, um, so you came out here, and you're still working at Planet Fitness, mm-hmm. and what is your bigger plan? Um, I mean, I just wanted to kind of settle in, so thankfully, I actually started working at Planet Fitness here five days after I moved out. That's fast. So, yeah, I worked. I started working right away. I was actually in contact with the manager there um since since february since i was kind of thinking about it so he was just like okay well when you feel like you are gonna move out just uh move out here just give me a call two weeks before so i did and then the owner of el paso's planet fitness actually wrote me a letter of recommendation so that helped out a lot too i bet yeah so i had experience and everything so he was happy about that i actually went in for an interview on the 6th of august he interviewed me and he's like, when can you start? And I was like, whenever. And he's like, today? And I'm like, sure. So he's like, I'll get you. He's like, do you have different shoes? And I was like, yeah. So I actually came prepared just in case. I mean, I had that much confidence. That's good though. So so I did. I had my tennis shoes and stuff in the car. So I started that day. So what do you do at Planet Fitness? I'm just a front desk. Oh, okay. Associate, yeah. Not just. Mm -hmm. That's a big deal. There's a first person (laughs) that they see when they walk in. Exactly, yeah. It's important, that person. is Mm -hmm. really important. Mm -hmm. Because if you're in a bad mood, then, you know, that reflects on the whole place. Mm -hmm. It's a really big deal, Mm -hmm. the first person they see. Yeah. And you keep everybody happy. Try to. Yeah. (laughs) That's really a big job, I think. I think that's great. Yeah. So what's the biggest difference between El Paso and L.A.? um traffic is one yep um i would imagine people are different how are they different um (laughs) you can be honest okay Uh, most people who watch this don't live in la okay so okay uh there's a lot more rude people here like if you're on the road and you're doing everything right but they do the wrong thing you're the one getting yelled at 
Isn't that true? <laughs> yeah. And no one uses their blinker, do they? No. Makes me insane. Nobody. They don't believe in blinkers. You know, or, you know what I think it is? I think they all want to be sneaky. I think they all don't want anybody to know what's going on. Mm. So they'll just room and move over into your lane without telling you. It's so dangerous. It is. Right? It's very, and then you can have like such a small gap in between you and the car in front of you or back of you. And they'll they'll just sneak right in. Yep. They'll push you and make you mm-hmm. go back. Right. Mm-hmm. So what do you think that is? Do you think it's just an overall lack of manners? Yeah. I mean, that or they're late. <laughs> they're late or maybe maybe they're late or just being self-important. My needs are more important than yours. Yeah. Like I matter. What I need to do is matters more than what you need to do. I guess you could say that. Yeah. I think that may be it. I don't like that part either. Where we live in this little bitty community, most mm-hmm. of the neighbors like you guys mm-hmm. and all of our neighbors are not like that. Mm-hmm. They're really pretty nice people. Mm-hmm. But yesterday, my truck broke down on a major street on Ventura Boulevard. Okay. And um, it broke down when I was dropping our oldest daughter off for her bus for to go to high school. Mm-hmm. And there were two parking spots in front of me. I knew the truck needed to be, I knew what was wrong with the truck. I knew it needed an alternator and I knew it needed to be towed. Mm-hmm. So there's two empty spots in front of me and then several more empty spots down the street mm-hmm. and there's a coffee shop there pete's coffee so i'm standing i called the tow truck and i'm standing in like in the trying trying to save those two spots in front of me so the tow truck had enough room and this one guy almost hit me pull trying to pull into one of those spots i was saving mm-hmm. and i had him roll his window down and i said i'm so sorry but my truck is broken down and a tow truck's coming so i'm, I'm trying to save these two yeah. spots and he went i'm just gonna be five minutes <laughs> I was like, dude, how about you say, oh, I'm so sorry. That really yeah. stinks when your car breaks down. I yeah. hate it when that happens. Do you Is need there help with anything? Do? Can I buy you a cup of coffee while you wait? Because mm-hmm. I was in my pajamas. Mm-hmm. It, I had like wooden clogs like on. Yeah, I was in my pajamas. Like <laughs> legit. Yeah. I, it was 6.50 in the morning. And I thought I was just, I had no wallet. I just went in the car with my phone mm-hmm. and that's it. No glasses. I couldn't see. It was really dumb of me to leave the house like that. <laughs> but four people did that to me. And four people, I rolled the window down. I'm yeah. so sorry, but I'm, I'm trying to save. And all four of them said, I'm just going to be five minutes. Yeah. Not one person said, "Wow, do you need help? Yeah. Do you need uh, anything? Of course, I'll park down the street. None of them adjusted. They were wow. all rude. And they yeah. were all men. Yeah. No chivalry. And I, you know, I know all are hashtag me too. Yeah. But come on. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there, there's certain behaviors that i shouldn't be lost that should be kind of expected you know yeah Yeah. if you're a gentleman and a lady's broken down in her car ask her if she needs some help do you need help yeah you know not one person asked me if i needed help that's not cool it's not cool and i think if it had happened here like it's that that neighborhood it's just you know laurel canyon and ventura is just like a mile and a half yeah it's right up that way Mm -hmm. but if it had happened here in this neighborhood I bet you uh, three or four people would have stopped and asked. I if believe I that. Help. Yeah, we're just in this that. little bubble of a pocket, we're right a little dome. here. We are mm-hmm. in this little safety dome. Yeah, but I was so disheartened. I hadn't felt that negative about living here, uh, like to the point where I got in the car and went, "Maybe we should move." Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to live where not one person asked me if I need help. Yeah, not one. And of course, I posted something on Instagram, and two of my friends 
that live in this pocket of mm-hmm. the valley called me immediately and said, do you need a ride? I can come get you right now. Yeah. Uh, which is how, mo- that's the way I want to live. Yeah. Is where someone says, can I help you? How yeah. can I help you? Yeah. It Just makes- knowing that someone is willing to do that help, it makes you feel better inside. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. To be happy to help mm-hmm. someone else. I'd be happy to help someone, yeah. a stranger yeah. if I same. saw them. Yeah, same. I wonder if that's from being Southern. See, uh, even when they were signing the 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 things, the albums like, before I even knew they were signing, I was like, I mean, I can help you with anything, and they're like, "You're very sweet." Yeah, you were like, "Unless you can sign his name, his right. signature, <laughs> can you forge his signature?" <laughs> I don't know where these flies are coming from. Sorry, it's okay. Um, I'm glad they're not mosquitoes. At me least. too. Do you guys have mosquitoes in your backyard? No. Well, I mean, I don't go back out there often just to throw the trash, but. Um, I haven't seen any mosquitoes. Uh, We don't really have any mosquitoes here either. Yeah. Which is really lucky because Mm -hmm. I think they're really bad. Oh, my goodness. My car wash guy is done. Um, How long does he normally take? Longer than 40 minutes to do two cars. (laughs) Um, Hold on one second, everybody. Um, Don't you only have one car out there? Uh, Bert's sister. Oh. That's his sister, right? Yes. Okay. Um, I mean, I'm next door if he wants to. <laughs> right? Do you want your car? I washed? actually just washed it yesterday ah. on Ventura Boulevard. <laughs> okay. I went to the Studio City car wash. Uh huh. Just because it was so bad. It's because my aunt and uncle they turn on their their sprinklers. Yep. And which is fine. I don't mind they do that. But as the day goes by, it's just um leaves and dirt and stuff. It just gets stuck to the water. So I drove all weekend with a dirty car and I just came back yesterday. I drove back and I was like, I'm going to a car wash. I'm already right here on Ventura Boulevard. I'm just going to get a just car gonna wash. Just going to get it done. Yeah. He's yeah. not done with my car. He's done with my sister-in-law's car. So I'm going to tell her. I'm sorry. I'm texting. I don't okay. ever do this. <laughs> um, your car is done. So she knows. Um, okay. So what else was I going to ask? Okay. So the people and the traffic. Mm-hmm. Is there anything better about LA than El Paso? Um, just the views. I mean, in El Paso, it's just, I mean, I love El Paso just because I grew up there. It's always going to be my home. Of course. Um, but I mean, there's way more green. Yeah. Way more trees. Here, you mean? Mm -hmm. Than in El Paso. Yeah. And there's, there's spots in El Paso too, where there is green, Mm -hmm. but it's going to be in different areas of El Paso, like the West side, the East side. But I lived in the Northeast my whole life. So it was... Where my sister and I lived, it was desert. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Was it hot? Um, Actually, a day or maybe a couple of days before I moved out, the highest was 115. <sighs> but it gets that hot here, I was too. used to it. It's I didn't so really. Hot. I mean, there's times where I'm just like, oh, my gosh. My old car that I have, um, my mom and my little brother drive back home, it didn't have air conditioner for the longest time. Oh, my gosh. Like five years. Wow. And just because they couldn't figure out, like, what was wrong with it. Like, they told us one thing, and then we tried to get that fixed. And they're like, no, that's not what it is. And it's like, we need this fixed because um, we're, like, dying of heat. We're going to have a heat stroke. And then, you know, things get in the way. We have to take care of other things. Right. So we, they finally, we finally got it fixed this past summer, which is good. But 
Oh my gosh, it's so it was so bad. But I mean, I, it's my home. So well, I grew up. At, none of my cars growing up had air conditioning. Yeah, we was, it was we called it manual, where you rolled the oh, windows yeah. down. Manual yeah. air conditioning. Even then, <laughs> the even then it was a little bit, a little bit better. But the air outside was just as hot. Yeah, just stifling. Isn't yeah, it? you feel like you're like suffocating. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. how about the food here? Better in El Paso. Better here. Well. I'd say as far as like authentic Mexican food, Mm -hmm. so much better in El Paso because we were right on the border. Right, I would imagine. So we had a lot of like hole in the walls that had like authentic Mexican food. But Mm -hmm. I mean, here the seafood is so good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't eat like octopus and stuff, but I like shrimp and fish. So they've taken me to... Uh, Paradise Cove and mm-hmm. Neptune's Net in yeah. Malibu. Yeah. So good. Yeah, it's that's so all good. great. Yeah. Paradise mm-hmm. Cove's awesome. That's where they took me for my birthday, yeah. Oh, fun. So it, it was a place that my, we had gone there before, my sister and I, and they were like, what do you want to do for your birthday? And I was like, I don't know. I didn't really <laughs> plan it out. She's like, do you want to go to the beach? Do you want to watch a movie? But I thought like, if I go to the beach, I'm not going to swim or anything. It's okay. I'm not going to swim or anything. Like, I would just stand there for like 15 minutes and just stare at the sunset and the water and then go home. But Paradise Cove is eating and on the beach. So I was like, that's perfect because my sister and I loved that place. So it worked out. That's good. Yeah. My aunt said, my aunt was like, it's her birthday today. And I didn't even think of her saying that. So they sang me happy birthday. And, um... They brought out a piece of cake, but the cake was like six layers. Oh it was gosh. huge. It oh was so tall. It was almost like 12, like a whole foot. Almost. Oh my goodness. It was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. I'd show you a picture, but my phone's locked in the house. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. Locked out. We're locked out. I know. I, uh. there is a, there is a, there is a key hidden. We just don't know where the key is. Yeah. So. The, somewhere. Somewhere. She'll call and yeah. tell you. Yeah. It'll like be like a treasure hunt. I know. Eight paces down the <laughs> fence line. Take a right. Take a right. Walk yeah. 12 steps. Yeah. And then make another left. Walk another 10 steps and you're there. <laughs> so have you eaten that salsa and beer? No, but people at work <gasps> oh tell me about it all the time because my friend lives on Linkersham. Oh, where yeah. It's, where it's right, right there. Lancashire and Sherman Way? Yes. Yes. So they tell me um, about it. I just haven't gone there. It's so yeah. good. Yeah. The line, uh, the wait, like on a weekend, I'm not joking, is like two to three hours. Really? It's insane. Wow. So the best time to go mm-hmm. is like two o'clock on a weekday. Yeah. Like after lunch, before dinner. Yeah. And then there's no wait. I've never been there at lunch or dinner or any like, like from 11 to 1, mm-hmm. you're going to wait. And from like 5, 5 to 7 or 8 or 9, mm-hmm. it's a wait every seven days a week. Oh, wow. It's the best Mexican food I've had in L.A. Yeah. Um, that's like... Uh, like a restaurant yeah not hole in the wall like yeah taco stand i don't think i've had any uh mexican food out here yet not yet it's the best no, i i'm i mean i've had it's not mexican food but i've had taco bell that's not mexican food no at all, that's not mexican food it's um <laughs> as far as like being out here like i haven't had any mexican food yet well I mean, that's tried, a good place yeah okay mm-hmm. i'm gonna try it we haven't found any place like that place yeah 
Yeah, not really. I mean, because even the Mexican restaurants out here are like fresh. Mm-hmm. You know, where everything's kind of fresh. This mm-hmm. is like lots of beans, lots of rice. Yeah. Not worried about losing weight. You know, not yeah. worried about the California skinny yeah. Yeah. Mexican food. Uh-huh. This is like food. We mm-hmm. love it. Every time my dad comes here from Georgia, we go there. Oh, nice. yeah. I need to make a visit out there. It's really cool. And then there's a couple of hole-in-the-wall taco stands um, around here I can yeah. tell you about, too. Like okay. like literal hole-in-the-wall. Yeah. Family-owned that are pretty good. That's um, how it was in, in El Paso. There's a lot of like little hole-in-the-wall places, but they're so good. Yeah, right? They're the best ones. They are the best mm-hmm. ones because they're kind of family-owned and mm-hmm. operated, and mm-hmm. those they cook what they eat. I think they cook what they eat at home, probably, yeah. or something similar. Yeah. But there's a really good one up here on Burbank, uh, close to Anawalt Lumber. I can never remember the name of it, but next time I drive by, I'll take a picture of it. Okay. And send it to you. I have to get your okay. phone number. Okay. Since you're my neighbor. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I keep meaning to ask. I saw your car and I was like, I bet she moved out here. I did. Yeah. I didn't know about your fiance, but I didn't know about your sister. Mm-hmm. I talked to Claude about your sister for a while. I must have read a post or something on Facebook. Yeah. And then she and I talked about it. Yeah. She was, she was, I would say, nearly distraught. Mm-hmm. when your sister passed yeah she was Well, they're like our second parents because right i mean they don't have any kids so um they helped my mom out a lot her them and then my uncle kenny their brother my mom and my aunt's brother they helped out my mom a lot i've heard stories so when we'd come out here that's who we would this is who we'd stay with so mm-hmm. i know we're like their daughters they never had that's <laughs> what she said to me actually yeah. when i was talking to her about your sister mm-hmm. she's like they're like they're like my they're more than nieces yeah yeah. Um, so I yeah, Claude was. I worried about her a lot mm-hmm. after I talked to her in the driveway that day. I thought about her a lot and worried yeah. about her. So when I saw your car, I thought that might be good for Claude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I for think you. so. Yeah, I think, I think so too. Yeah, she's such a sweet person. Yeah, and Joe is too. She, they're all right. No, I'm yeah, just they're great. <laughs> I love them. I think they're great people. They always buy Girl Scout cookies. Do they? Yes, I love they Girl Scout do. cookies. So when you guys have them, let me know too. January. Yeah. We'll be knocking on Is it the always door. in January? Yeah, it's oh, always okay. like January to March. Oh, okay. Every year. My um my oldest brother Andrew, um his first daughter's mom, Deanna, she they do the Girl Scout cookies too. So at the time last year, I just told him give me a box of like four of everything and I'll sell them at work. Sure enough, I sold all of them. I bet. Yeah. It was, it was fun because I mean, everyone wants Girl, Girl Scout cookies. Right. Everybody. I don't so. know how ethical that is though. You do work at a Planet Fitness. <laughs> we have pizza night. You have pizza night at Planet Fitness? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. We do. Every first Monday of the month, we have um, free pizza. No way. Given out. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> That's kind of awesome. Yeah, it's it's because it originated from uh, one of the corporate locations. I think something like the pipes broke or I'm not too sure what really I should know. Um, but just to make up for that inconvenience, they bought pizza for the members. Oh, how cool. To kind of make up for it. Something with the water being turned off or huh. pipes, something. I Some should probably know this. But oh, nah. <laughs> Ah, it doesn't matter. And then every second Tuesday of the month, we do free bagels every morning and coffee. Oh, how cool. Mm-hmm. This kind of creates like a community feeling. Yeah. 
just to kind of show the appreciation to the members and everything. So we have the pizza at night and then we have the bagels in the morning because we know some people can only come in the morning. Right. Vice versa. People can come in the night. That's cool. Yeah. That's very cool. I enjoy it because I get to have a bagel. (laughs) (laughs) Bagels are good. Yeah. Where do Um, they get their bagels from? Do you know? I have no idea. I mean, in El Paso, we got them from Dunkin Donuts, but I know that they have a different vendor here. I don't even remember the name, but they get from the pizza. They get Papa John's. Yeah. And then back home, they we had Little Caesars, but they do everything different here. They get like maybe 15 pizzas from Papa John's and then they put like five out at a time and then they just like replenish it mm-hmm. as it disappears. But no, back home, we would order 20 yeah. for the first batch and we'd have someone at a table passing it out. And then an hour later, we'd have another 20 come out. Wow. So we'd have a total of 40 pizzas. Sometimes they'd disappear. I mean, like they would go quickly. But other times when it was really slow, we would just start giving boxes away. Wow. Here? In El Paso. In El Paso, right. Because there were so many pizzas. That's a lot of pizza. (laughs) It is a lot of pizza. That's 40 pizzas. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. In two hours. In two hours? Yeah. (laughs) That's a lot of pizza. I know. That's yeah. a lot of working out to counterbalance that pizza. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of pizza. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. So how do you start dating again? I don't know. I haven't even thought of it. No. No. No interest. Right now, I just, um, I just, the, another reason why I moved out here is just to kind of focus on myself. Yeah. And not worry about anything like that. Like, I still wear the ring he that he had given me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, until I'm ready, I'll just take it off but i don't even feel ready any right now yeah well it hasn't even been a year has it Mm-mm. no i don't it'll I, be a year and a uh, month on the 25th mm-hmm. i don't know how you uh, come back from that i don't know either i just take things day by day right yeah that's the best way mm-hmm. i think for anything in life yeah you know they have that saying eat the elephant one bite at a time yeah i take hikes i go to the um the um on laurel canyon fryman yeah something fryman fryman canyon yeah Yeah, fryman canyon and i just go up there by myself and i just do the whole thing it Mm -hmm. takes about an hour and then i feel good about myself and i don't even work out at work i just don't know because i don't know it's not it's not anything against it it's just one i don't feel motivated to do that i have no idea what i'm doing by myself right at a gym and um, I worked there all the time. Yeah. Well, I used to work at the mall. I didn't want to be at the mall any longer than I had to work there. Yeah, right. When, but when you're younger, before you work, all you want to do is go to the mall. <laughs> right? But no. Once my, my sister and I worked there, we always just wanted to go straight home. And then on the weekends, hey, we're going to the mall. Do you want to go? No, I'll pass. Thank I've you. been there all week. Thank yeah. you. My sister and I, we always kind of had the same jobs. Um, you did? Yeah. So our first job after high school, a family friend owned like um, a business where they help you find jobs. Like mm-hmm. you give them their, you give them your resume and they'll find a job for you. Like job placement? Yeah. Yeah. So we worked there like during the summer and then I got a job at Old Navy and then I got her a job at Old Navy, <laughs> and then um, she worked at Pets Barn. While she worked at Pets Barn, I worked at on base as a waitress at a sushi place. Uh huh. And then after that, she worked at Planet Fitness, and then she got me the job at Planet Fitness a uh-huh. year later. Yeah, we've 
we've been there since ever since I've been there ever since. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. It's cool that you were so close. You know, you always hear twins are, are pretty close, mm-hmm. but there's got to be twins who aren't close, you know? Yeah. I see things like I love watching crime shows and like the forensic stuff. Mm-hmm. And there's some shows where it's like twins are, they like hate each other. Yeah. Like one wants to kill the other one. And I'm yeah. just like, why? Yeah. Why? I can't imagine, <laughs> you right? You guys share like a special bond, you know? Yeah. But I don't know. Some people aren't all there, I guess. <laughs> do you feel like part of you's gone? Mm-hmm. You do. Mm-hmm. I would imagine, like, like yeah. you're missing an arm or something. Yeah, I. Uh, there's definitely that type of feeling. I mean, at first when it happened, I I told my mom I was like, I don't want to be here if I can't have my sister. Yeah. So it was very hard for me. Um, I was really depressed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I my doctor put me on antidepressants, but I didn't. I don't believe in like medicating myself for stuff like that. So after like two weeks, I just stopped taking them. Yeah. I didn't feel any different at all. Right. So if anything, I probably felt more sad and tired. Um, but On she the just, antidepressants, you mm-hmm. felt more sad and tired? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I just started taking vitamins and I started feeling better as far as like my sleepiness and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I also started writing. Uh, well, I've always written like in a journal and stuff but Mm -hmm. um more so now you journal more now Mm -hmm. you do yeah i have uh i have i love journals i'll i collect journals i have like eight journals back at home in el paso that are empty because i like journals i just like how they look and um i also on my laptop i have like a journal app that Mm -hmm. i just write on there because i like emojis so on my journal app i can put emojis on right there. yeah isn't it yeah. funny what gets you motivated to mm-hmm. write mm-hmm. Uh, that's great yeah writing is that's so cathartic it, yeah yeah it really is very therapeutic yeah you know if you can't sit in front of a stranger who's a guy who you don't know and yeah. say what you feel you can mm-hmm. do it in a journal yeah it's kind of the same thing you may not get any advice back from the journal yeah but maybe you don't need any advice it helps maybe. it really does help me i like you yeah maybe i don't need the advice maybe yeah. it's just helping me that way get your feelings out yeah. i think that's the key for anybody is that if you keep your feelings inside they just they kind of they can sometimes yeah. fester yeah. or not get better yeah you don't you start feeling worse mm-hmm. i think but that's a great outlet writing yeah. i enjoy it i haven't done it in a while because no. i work so much but yeah. um it does help a lot i bet i think for me at least i bet yeah well i know i'm very lucky I have both parents. I'm mm-hmm. an only child, so mm-hmm. I don't have a sibling to lose. But mm-hmm. I've only lost grandparents. Yeah. And I know I have, I was very close to um, my grandmother. Mm-hmm. She passed away about two and a half years ago. Okay. And just yesterday, I was walking through the house and went, oh, man, I wish I could call her and tell her this one thing. Yeah. And I did have an aunt that I lost of cancer, to cancer that I was really close to. And I do that all the time. Yeah. Do you do that too? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just like little things like that. Like I tell my mom all the time, like um, she would tell me, because she loved her hair 
um it was really long it was like 20 inches long your sister left her hair yeah yeah so when she lost it on just this side because that's where the radiation was hitting it on this side yeah she eventually had to cut it to like a little bob cut Uh uh-huh and she learned to embrace it but (laughs) she'd always ask me to straighten it in the back Mm -hmm. so i miss her asking me like to straighten her hair yeah um we shared clothes all the time but when she'd get new clothes i'd be like miley can i wear that shirt and she's like no i haven't even worn it yet i'm like (laughs) fine and and i mean it would take her forever to wear that shirt and i was like i'm never gonna wear that shirt (laughs) so um that's so yeah so she would tell me like uh i would wear i would put like a pair of jeans on one one couple times and she's like did you ask me to wear those? And I'm like, can I wear them? I'll think about it. And I'm just like, Miley, I have to leave right now. Can you think about it faster? And she's like, I guess, but next time you need to ask me before you put them on. And I'm like, okay, I will. <laughs> yeah. So I miss asking to wear her clothes yeah. and stuff like that. So, but it's nice to laugh back on, on those things. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any close friends in here or in El Paso that you miss? Uh, I do. So my sister and I, we actually had like our group, which is what I'm real. I'm real thankful for because we all we both had the same best friends. Oh, okay. So I'm really close with her best friend, Veronica. Um, they've known each other since third grade. Mm-hmm. And um, Veronica and I, we text almost every single day. And then we have... Um, Chris, Jessica, Annette, and Ashley. That's our like our main, our like main crew. Right. But I'm I'm just so glad that we have like the same friends that we consider our close friends. That is great. Yeah. That had to be really helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, they've been great. They've been awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Do you miss them? I do. I bet. Yeah. Anybody coming to visit? Um, my friend David's actually coming to visit next month and then, um, he's going to a festival and I just told him to stop by here a couple of days. He's going to do that, but, um, they all have kids, so it's harder for them to just get up and come visit, which is fine. I completely understand, but I'm going back home in December. So I already have my tickets for that and I've told them and they're like, I can't wait. My friend Chris, we were in a group message, me, Chris, and Jessica. Mm-hmm. And um, Chris will write me. He's like, I can't wait. And he'll tell me like the exact dates, like 59 days until oh, you're here. That's so cute. Yeah. My friend Danielle's been great too. She was actually a hairstylist at the Planet Fitness. We text every day. There's a hairstylist at Planet Fitness? Yeah. So what a lot of people don't know is that um, with the black card, uh, one of the benefits, one of the amenities is free haircuts. What? Yeah, so some gyms have salons. We we were the only gym in El Paso that had a salon. Does the one in Burbank have a salon? Oh, no. man. No. That's brilliant. Yeah. Free haircuts? Mm-hmm. So then you, can you get like a blowout? No. So they had, they did have limits, I guess. The They didn't do dyes. Actually, yeah, they did because she would blow dry not like a full blowout but they would blow dry and style the hair after she cut it they would wash it and everything um because they even had like in one little area they had like one of those like lay down lounger things where you put your head back oh yeah yeah. um i mean so i guess in a way you can but they didn't do any hair dye um they weren't allowed to do like straight razor like haircuts Mm -hmm. like use a straight razor yeah um, just cause they were, they were just certified, um, um, 
like hairstylists. They weren't barbers. Got, got it. Yeah. So one of the girls, she actually left to work at a barbershop because that's what she was trying to learn. And she's really good at it. That's awesome. She's doing really good. Yeah. So, yeah, we have a, they have a salon there. I had no idea. <laughs> that's really cool. What a yeah. great idea. Yeah. And uh, it really was very beneficial because in El Paso, we have a lot of military. So they'd come oh, in and get their haircuts and it was sense. unlimited. So they can come in once a week every week and get a haircut get a nice high and tight yeah Mm -hmm. that's really cool yeah it was cool it was a pain in the butt though because the phones would ring off the hook for like a good two hours oh yeah it was all right oh well (laughs) yeah so are you going home for christmas yes so i actually leave december 20th and um i come back christmas night but oh oh, okay i'll be able to spend all day christmas with my family and stuff yeah that's good it's gotta be it's not a long flight is it like two hours maybe i think it's like with the time with the change the time change the change yes (laughs) with the time change it's i think two hours but reality it's like one hour and 45 minutes because of the time change i see yeah okay we are an hour behind behind. yeah Mm -hmm. so they're mountain time yeah 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 I've never been. I've I've only driven through Texas. Yeah, think, I've been to Houston. Oh, okay. I spent Thanksgiving in Houston. Oh, with Bert and our oldest daughter before we had our second daughter. So she oh, okay. was probably one. How old are your daughters? They are twelve and fourteen. Twelve and fourteen. Yeah, <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> Teenager. Yes. Yeah. yeah, the young one. The young one has stepped fully into teenager like recently. Yeah. Yeah, full blown teenager. She's trying to kill me. That <laughs> one. She she does not like me right now. Currently, no. I am the enemy of oh, no. all fun. Yeah, on the planet because I'm the one that says, "Hey, how about homework? Mm-hmm. Hey, how about you pick up your shoes out of the middle of the floor?" So yeah. I am pretty much evil personified. Yeah. The other one, I I go in and out of being evil. Yeah. Right now, I'm good with the older one. Yeah. Right now, we're in a good spot. So she, they're f- she's a freshman. Yes. Okay. Freshman high school. Yeah, my little brother's. 16 he's a junior yeah and i had bought him a dog in march because what kind of dog it's a half um it was a, a shepherd mix oh okay. we think there's pit bull in her but we're not too sure okay um but he was kind of like bottling stuff up too yeah so he would kind of um stay in his room and uh play video games i think he would do that to kind of hide from reality yeah so he i told him i was like he told us a dog would be good so i was like okay this is a commitment this is a dog so every day i'm asking him did you walk sophie did you walk sophie he hates it but i'm like you need to make it a habitual thing yeah so that i'm not bugging you all the time about it so i mean he's he's older he's driving now he got he just got his license so um, but I told him, I was like, you wanted that commitment. So you have to put her first over playing video games or something. He's doing really well with it. That's good. Yeah. That's really good. Now. That was really smart. <laughs> yeah. To get him a dog. Yeah. So he's probably not journaling or anything to get any of that stuff out. No. Uh, he loves her so much. She's so cute. Yeah. She's cute when she's asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Is she hyper? She's very hyper. Yeah. Shepherds Super need hyper. a lot of exercise, mm-hmm. don't they? Because they're yeah. supposed to be herding something. Yeah. They, yeah. They're work dogs. Yeah. 
my mom has bought her a bunch of toys so that she doesn't chew on anything because she was chewing on the couch on everything like the right? bottom corner mm-hmm. and she said she's doing really well now like because she'll be a year next month too yeah that's the thing so. dogs um people i think get dogs and don't realize they're like the toddlers yeah they really are like having a toddler so they if are. you're thinking should i have kids you should get a puppy yeah not just a dog a puppy yeah because you have to you know think about when they went to the bathroom last so that you can get them out again so that they learn that they pee outside they don't just know how to do that yeah and they're they're teething Mm -hmm. just like a toddler so of course they're chewing on your couch unless you give them something else to chew on and then you say no to the couch and yes to the toy you can chew on this yeah it's amazing how people will get a dog and just get so so overwhelmed and flabbergasted by the dog's behavior and yeah. i'm like it's exactly like having a toddler yeah they're the same exact thing so yeah. would you just expect your toddler to know when to pee <laughs> and where no yeah. you have to teach them you have to potty train them yeah it's exactly. the same thing dogs yeah. are awesome i know i love them well my dog loves you i know right i love both of them I told my mom, I was like, mom, they have a mastiff. She's like, oh, how cute. (laughs) We're animal lovers. We love animals so much. So I was like, well, I can't take a picture. I don't have my phone. And she's like, it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) We're animal lovers too. Well, at least three of us are. Yeah. Or maybe two. Maybe two. (laughs) Isla and I are real animal people. Georgia really loves the animals too. But Mm -hmm. Isla has some kind of like telepathic relationship is she the younger one yeah okay she uh like she can walk up to the chickens and put one under one arm and one under the other arm and just start walking around with them and it's really cool i don't know if the chickens just trust her differently because i can't do that i can catch one chicken at a time Mm -hmm. but she literally will just stand next to him and just go whoop and all of a sudden she's got one under each arm i'm like how did you do that yeah what do you tell them sneak attack (laughs) the chicken chicken whisperer she's a chicken whisperer for sure (laughs) um uh oh someone texted me and see let's see if this no it's not we're waiting on this couch this oh yeah couch is being delivered today and um there's bird has a new sponsor and they make furniture Mm -hmm. and they insisted that we take a piece of furniture and i was like what am i gonna do with this couch i have no idea what i'm gonna do with this couch so we're gonna build a new studio for the podcast it's gonna go there oh, okay eventually uh-huh. but it's going to our friend's house in the meantime until oh. we get that studio ready yeah where's that uh, gonna be uh, we don't know yet it's, it's not gonna be here no oh okay we're gonna move all this equipment somewhere off site oh, okay so i'm looking okay. for that location mm-hmm. i just haven't found it yet do you I'm want looking. it close by or yeah yeah bird has some requirements yeah it's got to be walkable or skateboardable. <laughs> it's like, I could do it on a skateboard. Yeah. I don't want to be on a bike. I don't want to be driving. I need to walk or skateboard. Yeah. And Halston lives literally across the street from us. So, oh, okay. Which is really nice because Bert is so um, difficult to wrangle. Yeah. That, that'd be a fair statement, Halston? Difficult to wrangle? Last minute, last minute, impromptu. Yeah. He's very impromptu. So he's like, Halston, can you come over right now and we'll record this and that? So it's nice the that Halston can. Across the street, right? Perks or, or curse for him. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, if he were in Glendale or something, oh man, I can't get there right now. The traffic, yeah, but he's true. got no excuse. Yeah, you could just walk over. So now Halston's like, <laughs> shit. Yes, I'll be there in a minute. You know, I, I know yeah. you do. I'm just kidding. But 
We want to keep it somewhere close by. Yeah, that's good. Because we like that this is in our backyard, but we're we're limited and we're also yeah. losing this living space like this is like our den yeah but now we don't ever hang out in here because there's microphones everywhere and there's cords on the floor and somebody's gonna knock over the camera mm-hmm. and then we just we just stay out of here yeah it's just it, i act as if this room doesn't exist unless i'm doing this mm-hmm. with like i'm doing with you yeah so does bert still come out here and watch tv and stuff he does oh, he works okay. out on the treadmill a lot mm-hmm. he misses his desk his desk is now covered with equipment so he does oh, that one yeah so he doesn't feel like he can sit down because he does from time to time like to sit down and like write stuff or mm-hmm. plan his travel for his shows and he feels yeah. like he doesn't have a home base for that that's one of the oh, reasons we're moving too is that this was his office and we've turned his office into a yeah. studio and now he has no like there's nowhere else in here to yeah. put a desk yeah so that's been driving him nuts is yeah. that he feels like he can't sit down at the desk and <laughs> so is that know. a tv that's a tv and that's, that's a, TV? a tv yes oh, okay it's two tvs that's okay you know when we uh this tv show i think you may know this this tv show man caves built this room mm-hmm. and when they were in here asking yeah, you, us, you guys were telling us the last time my right, sister and i came here. over here um my request was that we be able to sit outside and watch tv so oh. that's why we have this oh, TV. Okay, okay. And then Bert's request was that he sit at his desk and watch TV. Well, oh. they just felt it would be uncomfortable to turn your head slightly to watch TV over here. Yeah. So they gave him one over here too. Oh goodness. So now that they've hooked it up, we're like, well, of course we've kind of gotten used to having two yeah. because he can work out and I can sit out there and we can watch the same thing. We have yeah. to watch the same thing on both TVs. Oh, we can't okay. watch like two different channels. But he could just be in here and you could just relax out yeah. there. Yeah. That's I, nice. Yeah. So it's, it's nice. We yeah. live a good life. Yeah. We're very lucky. Yeah. I feel very lucky. Good. To have this life. Yeah. <laughs> so how was the podcast? Good. It's not bad, right? Not too bad. Not too bad? Yeah. I'm very, I get very shy and um, like nervous, but you've made it very like bearable. <laughs> <laughs> you don't it's seem fun. shy or nervous. I'm, I I just think of it like we're just having a regular conversation. That's all my yeah. podcast is. Yeah. It's just having a conversation. My two friends who were supposed to come today, we would have done the same thing. Yeah. Just chit-chatted. Yeah, not it's not bad at all. Good. <laughs> well, I wanted when I started doing this podcast, I wanted a podcast I could go and feel like I was hanging out in a living room with some people. Yeah. And just listening to their conversation. Yeah. Because everybody has a story. Mm-hmm. Every person has something to say. And I think we get in the habit of not listening. Yeah. You know, and saying, yeah. oh, that's just my neighbor who locked herself out. <laughs> or, oh, that's just my neighbor who has a dog. Yeah. You know, instead of saying, well, who are you really? Yeah. And that's so brave of yeah. you to leave your hometown and come here. I know. And my, all my all my family says that. But I'm, I'm just glad I was able to have somebody to go to. Because yeah. if it was just me not having anyone to go to, I wouldn't have done it. Uh, I completely understand that. Yeah. I moved to New York City um, having been there one time and not knowing anybody. Oh, really? And it was really hard. Yeah. Uh, you you have to want to get out of where you are really badly mm-hmm. to do that. Yeah. And it sounds like you had an amazing, you have an amazing family and support system at home. So there's no motivation <laughs> no. to get out. <laughs> yeah. No, they're all great. Um even my friends, of course, they were sad and stuff. My mom was really sad, but 
they're like we just want you to get better and if this is going to help you heal we want you to do it you know well you have a lot to heal from Mm. i mean that's a lot yeah that's more than most people ever have to deal with i know ever yeah (laughs) how do you feel about that that Um, you have been handed that heavy of a plate or load um sometimes i just like ask sometimes like why me like what did i do to like deserve that but my mom my mom tells me like it's nothing you did but you won't ever get handed anything that you can't handle that's but i believe that. yeah I'm handling it. <laughs> I think you are. Yeah. <laughs> I always ask, too, what am I supposed to be learning? Yeah. Like, what am I supposed to be doing here? There's a reason why I'm in this place. Yeah. What am I supposed to be learning? Am I supposed to learn resilience? I don't know. Yeah. What, what's my lesson? Because yeah. it can't just be for nothing. Yeah. It can't just be for pain. Yeah. I mean, I don't believe God goes, and you will have pain, and it will stay that way. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's got to be deal with it <laughs> a reason what's yeah. the i mean maybe that's just me being a logical thinker and you're thinking that everything has a reason yeah but the reason gives me comfort yeah for some reason to go okay i was supposed to come to la and meet this one person who's a really important friend now yeah. or whatever or have yeah. this great connection with joe and claude yeah that you had before but it's different when you live with somebody mm-hmm. it's really different I'm just real grateful that I have them here because sometimes I feel like a burden, but oh, they just they're just so understanding with everything. Yeah, but, you know, I don't think you are in I, any. I don't way. think I am, no. but it's just. I know how you, thoughts. I know what you mean. It's like <laughs> what I was process. saying earlier. I'm calling that girl again, and she, yeah. I'm sure she doesn't want to hang out with me. You, you have those feelings, those yeah. Are, but sometimes that's a good feeling because yeah. then you make sure you're aware of not yeah. being a burden. Yeah. It makes you kind of. Now that I live with them, um, I mean, I, before I would only see them once a year. But now that I live with them, if I'm at work for a long time or if um, like this past weekend I was in San Diego, I just I miss I miss them more since I live with them. Yeah. Like when I don't see them for a long time, I'm Aww. just like, oh, I miss you guys. Oh, I'm coming back. <laughs> yeah. And Joe's traveling now, right? Yeah. So he'll he be actually back. left on sa- Sunday to a, on a cruise. I think it's called the Blues Cruise. That's cool. Yeah. He'll be there till next Sunday. Mm. Halston, do you know who our neighbor is? Mm. Mm. Do you think he would mind that I say who he is on this podcast? No. Nobody knows where we live. No, I don't think so. He is a really famous saxophonist. His name's Joe Sublett. He's really amazing saxophone player. He's all right. No, He's amazing. <laughs> He's like a legend. Yeah, really he's, he's like good. a legendary saxophone player he's mm-hmm. now in the blues brothers band now right doesn't he play with i think them he's sometimes? been with them for a long time for a long time yeah he has he has solo albums and mm-hmm. he's played with everybody I yeah think. that's that's what i've learned because i had asked my aunt like how come he never like signed with a record label or a company and it's because his ultimate goal when he because he's from austin or santa fe I think, or Austin, I can't remember. Um, when he was in Austin, what his ultimate goal wanted, what he wanted to do is play with people. That's what he wanted right. to do. He didn't right. want like to be a solo artist on a record label or anything. Right. That's what she told me, which makes sense because he's had to, he's got to play with people he never 
dreamt of playing with right only in in his dreams he was gonna play with them yeah he played with like stevie ray vaughn no yeah i was a big stevie ray vaughn fan really when i found out he played with him i was like no way that's yeah. amazing well my sister and i we grew up knowing him as uncle stevie so we call him uncle stevie stevie ray vaughn yeah how did you know him we didn't because oh, we were okay. babies at the time but when my mom would like um ex- uh Explain oh, because him Joe was playing with him. him. Yeah, I see. Duh. She would she would call him uncle. We would call him Uncle Stevie. He knew my brothers because they were a little older, like five and eight, but right. we were still little. And but just when she would talk about him, she would say, "Your Uncle Stevie or Uncle Stevie." Just so that's all I've known him for. Right. So when people are like, "Who's that?" and I'm like Stevie Ray Vaughan, and they're like, "Your uncle." Yeah. I go along with it sometimes, but like. <laughs> Sometimes I'm just like, no, we just call him Uncle Stevie because he was good friends with my aunt and uncle. Right. So. He was an amazing talent. That's what I've heard. Yeah. He was an amazing Well, I grew up listening to his albums. My mom had his CDs and stuff. And. Yeah. I still hear like on movies and stuff. Yeah. His songs. It's it's really cool. It is really cool. He was really an amazing talent. Yeah. Um, It was really sad that he passed away. I know. Very, very sad. Tragic. Yeah. In fact. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Joe's had a a crazy career. He's uh, Mm a. He's he's, awesome. I go. I've gone to two of his shows. Uh, The last one I went to, he played with the Conan O'Brien band. Uh Uh-huh. And that was fun. And then one before that, I went to the write-off room with him in Woodland Hills. Mm-hmm. That was fun, too. Um, it's the gardener. The oh. gardener's here. Dun, he dun, comes dun. every Tuesday, and he makes a lot of noise. Um, well, uh, our gardeners come in every Tuesday, Same. Too. We have the same gardener. Oh, okay. It's Ray. Yeah, yeah. we share. I ask Ray to, to blow our backyard first because it's, he usually gets here before we start recording. Mm-hmm. He keeps forgetting. So we'll go, oh. he's a habit. He does your yard and then he comes over here. It's habit, I think. Because he's been doing, I think. I don't think, know if he was there yet. He's out of town. Oh, that's he's, why. He goes um, back to, I think, Guatemala mm-hmm. every year, this time of year, for like three weeks. Oh, okay. He goes back home. Oh, he does. Okay. So his guys come and they are real shifty shady about their time of day. Yeah. They come, they never miss, but they are not like Ray. Ray's not like, I'm here by nine o'clock, is, you know. Yeah. But they're not, they'll come whenever they yeah. come <laughs> at some point on Tuesday. At least Tuesday. they're here, I guess. <laughs> yeah, they're usually here before two. Yeah. But yeah, they come on Tuesday still. Yeah. But Ray's back out of town. Well, well, I'm glad we chatted. I know, this was fun. It was I'm, Not too bad. Not too bad, I <laughs> yeah. know. And I'm glad I saw you. I've been waiting to see you, like in the yard. I think you saw you one time. Oh, really? Just to say hi, and I haven't caught oh. you oh, out I, in the yard. Oh, we, we saw Bert once, but we were leaving, and he was coming home. Right. And then I think I saw you once, too. But I, I think I waved at you one time. I think so, yeah. But I've been waiting to actually see, like, be in the yard when you're in the yard and say, hey! Yeah. I figured you'd move. That's so cool. Yeah, I did. So. Well, you don't have to be locked up to come out, locked out to come over. Not <laughs> okay. locked up. Locked yeah. out. Locked to come up. over. You can come over anytime. <laughs> okay. If you ever need anything. Okay. Yeah, I'll give you my number. Around. Yeah, you should have mine too, just okay. in case. If there's a natural disaster, you have a or neighbor's get number. Out again. Yeah, well, you may have ring at my doorbell. We can do another podcast. Oh, look who's back. You guys having fun? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go for like a, whatever you guys are done. Let's eat lunch. Is the car washed? Uh, the car, everything's getting washed. Okay, thank you. We were just wrapping up. Okay, I'm going to go for, I got to get to 100 points, so I'm going to go for a little jog. I'll be back. Good luck.
Right. He's doing this thing called Sober October. Do you know what this is? Mm-mm. Oh my God. It's going to be the death of me. Is it like a working out thing? Yes. He and three friends who are also comics. Yeah. Every October are sober. No, no drugs or alcohol of any kind. Mm-hmm. And they work out like insanely. Last oh, wow. year they did 15 hot yoga classes in 30 days. Oh, wow. This year, I think they're wearing like these fitness monitors mm-hmm. that track their activity level and they're like burn yeah. every day. And whoever yeah. has the most burn at the end of the 30 days is the winner. And the losers have to pay for some big extravagant trip oh. to go somewhere. So yeah. he's working out like crazy, which is good because he's getting really healthy and he's mm-hmm. losing weight. Mm-hmm. But it it is his entire like he's obsessed with it. It's all he talks about is working out. I got to get to a certain number I of I saw points. him, I think yesterday, someone dropped him off and he's like, yeah, thanks for the, thanks for the amazing hike. I guess he went hiking Yes, he went hiking, yeah, with Eric, our friend Eric. Yeah, he's, at, at, that was after he did spin class in the morning. Oh. And then I think he took a jog at night last night. It's oh. insane. <laughs> it's like, it's like a part-time job. Yeah. For October. Yeah. So the sober part's great. I mean, Bert's not like drunk every day or anything like that. But it's good to get take a month off. Yeah. But the working out, I prefer the 15 days of hot yoga in 30 <laughs> days. I prefer that because then he just does hot yoga. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, it's just one hour. You're not. But this has been, I guess the rumor has it. There's some cheating going on from the oh. other players. Yeah. So it's almost impossible for him to really. Oh. He's not going to win. Yeah. So. That's a bummer. That is a bummer. I hate cheaters. I hate cheaters too. Yeah. There might be more than one in that group. How many people, people are in the group? Four. Oh, four? There might be three cheaters. How would you? How do they cheat? Uh, Halston's telling me no. Okay, maybe there's no cheaters in the group. <laughs> okay, maybe they're all cheating except for Bert. <laughs> maybe I shouldn't be talking about yeah. this. But I think that's I, why in he's my, saying that. <laughs> my spousal observation is bird is not cheating at all yeah so you know they got to get right with god (laughs) bird is okay (laughs) well thank you for chatting thanks for having me and i mean i guess you didn't have a choice because i'm stuck here till i think you didn't have a choice i strong armed you and it's the guilt of you're gonna sit in my house all day we're gonna work out i think it did because i think people will listen and think you're the cutest thing ever. For one. <laughs> and a lot of people, you know, what I've found from doing this podcast is when people talk about things like losing your fiance and mm-hmm. losing your sister and losing an older brother mm-hmm. and uh, having a relationship with your dad later. There are so many people who have stories like that. Mm-hmm. And, and to hear somebody have a story that they can relate to mm-hmm. makes them feel better yeah. about their own path. And I know, like I said, I think we all have something. Yeah. And if you can just think that we all have something, then we yeah. can all be more compassionate maybe with each other. Yeah. I'm just, I'm also grateful at the childhood I had. I didn't have a bad childhood either. Um, my stepdad, who I actually call my dad when I explain to him, mm-hmm. like ex- explain him to people, he'd raised us since we were like eight or nine and he's still really great. Like we keep in contact, and it's my my little brother's dad. Oh, I see. Yeah, I have so. that too. My dad married when uh, well, he started dating his second wife when I was about eight. Yeah, they got married when I was like 
17 or 18 mm-hmm. and they're divorced now mm-hmm. but i'm still really close to her because she Same. practically raised me yeah yeah you know, he raised us and i mean at the time of course you're like oh why are you doing that you're so strict and protective but yeah. all my sister and i could do was thank him because yeah we didn't turn out like some people do well that's <laughs> true and you know i contribute a lot of that to my dad's second wife yeah is that she you know I'm very much say what's on my mind mm-hmm. and I don't have a lot of hidden agendas. Mm-hmm. And my mom had a lot of hidden agendas yeah. and my stepmom had none. Oh. So I watched and I went, I'm going to choose the no hidden yeah. agenda because that seems a lot less sloppy mm-hmm. and a lot easier to sleep at night for yeah. me. Yeah. So I'm going to do that. <laughs> and so I, I, I felt like <laughs> she gave me like a choice yeah. where I wouldn't have maybe had that choice yeah. because I wouldn't have had the experience of right. living with someone who was like, yeah, what I said was yeah. dinner's at seven. I didn't mean 715. Oh. I meant seven. Yeah. You know like that kind of just super mm-hmm. straight shooter mm-hmm. is a gift yeah and you know i would imagine it would be hard to be a step parent yeah to step in and and not know what the kid needs mm-hmm. or what especially the, at that age eight yeah, or nine they're yeah. already kind of old enough to mm-hmm. know who you are and no he was great that's awesome yeah you're lucky then (laughs) okay well thank you we'll wrap it up now thank you thank you very much (laughs) bye Looking for a fun way to win up to 25 times your money this basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projected stats, and place your entry. You could turn $10 into $250. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/fan and use code FAN. That's code FAN at prizepicks.com/fan. Must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for restrictions and details.